Hi, this is Alan Watt. It's November 17th, 2006. And uh, this upcoming show was just broadcast. And it was kind of different, a little bizarre, uh, but it's very good as well to show many of the listeners what I've been talking about all this time. Um, you cannot have the blind leading the blind. And for a hundred odd years or more, the big establishment that runs the system decided to give us the New Age movement. And they said they would mix it. Blavatsky said this, and so did Albert Pike, that the, the church would be used in the West and the schools, universities, to bring in the New World Order. And here's a good example coming up of the intermingling of the New Age with its spiritualism, its uh, sort of dreamland-type phenomena, Bigfoot, everything, Planet X, all wrapped into the same mishmash uh, and to create a, a form of confusion where, where, where the host himself, the only way out is something outside of human uh, involvement. They're looking for a savior, a, a savior complex, even if it's a Planet X. And this has all been manufactured by the big scientific establishments that deal with the mind. So upcoming, you'll, you'll hear uh, just about everything that's been put out there in the New Age, all wrapped up into the strange uh, semi-Christian, fatalist almost religion, uh, mixed with DNA, space aliens, and, and on and on we go. Uh, a beautiful example, and that's what we're up against today. It isn't that they're, they're bad people, it's just that they've fallen for the whole uh, spiel, the whole propaganda spiel of the, the, the fantastic. They've fallen for it all, and because of that, they can't see clearly, and they certainly cannot think clearly. But it, again, all of this was forecast back in the 1800s by people like Albert Pike. And they have done it. They've been successful. People have been indoctrinated into all of this, thinking that they picked the books themselves, and the books all appear on the shelves with all this amazing information and fantastic stuff. But in reality, and, and they never question why they all appear on the shelf at the same time, who, who, who authorized them, who promoted them, who funded them. The culture is given to the people, and so the people perish. All the best. Listen. Welcome. This is the Dean Burley Show, and I'm John, your host. On truthradio.com, Deanne also has the international, uh, Riddell International Radio System, and she's also on RBN Live Saturdays from 10 p.m. to midnight Central Time. Uh, she's on Truth Radio here uh, from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Time, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Deanne, her phone number is 847-594-1620. And you can email Deanne at d-a-n-n-e dot burley at gmail dot com. Today, 
hopefully um, we're going to be talking about British law and U.S. law in, in its uh, association. Uh, the speaker is Mark Adams, I believe, and I'm hopefully Mark is with us. Are you here, Mark? Uh, this is Alan Watt. Uh, I don't know who Mark Adams is. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the wrong name here. Okay, Al. Al Watts. I'm sorry. Yes, it is Al Watts. I'm, this, it's my fault. This is my notes that I'm scribbling and not reading my own writing. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I'm sorry about that, Al. So anyhow, I'm going to let Al speak here, and if I can interject something, I'll probably be learning as much as you will be. So enjoy. Well, uh, basically, there's no real mystery about it, uh, apart from the fact that uh, even Franklin mentioned that the U.S. system would be based on the British style of, of law. In fact, he praised it, uh, the legal system coming from Britain. But you, you'll find that the, the British Empire uh, kept going after the American Revolution. And, of course, they, they kept trying to get the U.S. back in, and it wasn't really until um, the late 1800s that Cecil Rhodes and Lord Rothschild under the auspices of the British Crown, in other words, they were they were given a warrant to do this, a charter, uh, set up the Road uh, Trust, and also to train people for globalistic uh, globalistic system based on the British system and headquartered from Britain, with a branch, another secondary branch, in the United States called the Council on Foreign Relations. That's what it turned into. And so the the, um, the Rhodes Commission joined with the Milner, Lord Milner's Commission, in the Round Table Society to form a system through banking, the legal system, and culture creation to basically um, get the U.S. and Britain to give a culture to the world for a globalist system. And out of that came the League of Nations to bring in a world government. And then, of course, it transformed into the United Nations. We're on a fast track now to finish off the last outpost that happened to come under the central banking system and the same kind of legal system, which must go hand in hand in a global society. And that's the war in the Middle East, of course. Once that's over, they'll have their perfect little new world order. And that's what it's all about. Uh, it's well documented in, in so many books in history and used to be taught in the schools in Britain. All of, all of this stuff that I'm talking about. So I, I'm surprised that people don't realize that while they've been entertained for the last 50, 60 years, their system has been transformed so much that their great-grandparents would never, ever recognize it today. The, um, in our, I've, I've been aware of like the uh, CED reports of the Committee for Economic Development, which is the CFR's uh, published documentation. In, uh, in my avenue of farming, They've actually uh, coerced the changing of people being on the farm to bring them, bringing them to the uh, villages and, and, and shutting down the farms. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's, there's been no laws behind it. It's just that it's their whim of what they want to do, and they they create it. And it's today. not just a whim. It's an actual system. See, this is the thing. This is a system which is run uh, um, alongside your legal system, sometimes intertwining with it. But it's like a super government scattered all throughout society through organizations, NGOs. And that is exactly what uh, the Cecil Rhodes Foundation said they would do. And uh, even all the other foundations that sprung up, all coming from the the same center, basically, that they would fund NGOs, which would, and heavily fund them, too. Uh, Did you 
explain NGOs for the public? Uh, it's a non-governmental organization. The Soviet system was based on non-governmental organizations. The only difference being that the Soviet government appointed the head of the groups who pretended then to speak on behalf of the public and demand from the government certain laws, certain changes, etc. Well, that's what we run on today. We have the powerful NGO groups in the U.S., Canada, and all the Commonwealth countries of Britain, uh, funded by uh, about a dozen major foundations, um, with massive offices too, pretending they're grassroots organizations speaking for the public, but they're really being directed by the big foundation heads. These are just... We just went into a meeting where they were uh, trying to put on a power system in our area of uh, high power lines, which is detrimental to our uh, ecology and also of our own health. And uh, when it gets said and done, we handed them information of free energy and how this is all going to impact us and everything. And uh, basically, they're, they're they're throwing up a couple walls of this uh, generalization of the seven rule and, and this definition of it and that kind of thing. And they're saying that they're all against it. And uh, when it got said and done, we handed five senators the information showing how it was all coerced and a big lie. And then they had a secondary meeting come up behind it. And, and in that secondary meeting, we restated our issue and uh, basically showed how it was fraudulent and everything else and what they were doing. And after we got all said, done, and talking, one of the people in the background from Cornell University yells right out from the uh, speaker's uh, board, well, we're on your side. And, uh, and it, it was a complete lie. But they threw that interjection of mind control in there yeah. to say that they were on our side and trying to twist this around when it was a that, complete that, that policy. One, one of the, the major figures going back even to the 30s and 40s in Britain, um, the trained Rhodes road scholarship was um, Arnold Toynbee. He, he trained the Rhodes scholars from the U.S. to go back to the U.S. and go into government and the, the, the federal bureaucracies. And Toynbee stated at the 1930 meeting, the globalist meeting, it was an international, basically communist uh, meeting held in Denmark at the time. He stated, we always deny with our lips that which we do with our hands, that standard policy. So you're right, that's the technique that they use. They simply deny it, you know, or pretend that they're they're on your side. Well, we had another gentleman that came from, um, he was part of the... uh, uh, Energy Commission on, in, uh, from Berkeley College in California, and he'd been a controller on the board for controlling energy out there, and he gave this huge speech at one of the colleges of how, you know, why they had the blackouts out there, and when it got said and done, he eliminated it saying anything about Enron, and when I questioned it and said, geez, they had tapes that actually stated they were coercing the, the pricing, and it had nothing to do with the physical uh, attributes that he was stating, he comes right out and he says, oh, I'm glad you asked that question. I got a whole series to tell on it. And bottom line, he wasn't glad I asked that question, but that was his out. And people have a wall in their mind. It's like he th- he threw that out that he we, that I was glad he asked the question, and it, it like distracted the sheeple of our country today to uh, accept his excuse. That's right. That's right. But the fact is, you see, what's happening now in the U.S. and Canada has already happened. It's happened in Europe. They they have standardized, authorized, scheduled brownouts now. And under the United Nations policy for, for energy usage for the 21st century, um, we've all to get eventually to cut down all our consumption of all types of energy and eventually live in the habitat areas for Agenda 21, the UN Agenda 21. So what's happening here, they must lie to you as they do it. 
and they will do it. They'll lie to the very end until it's implemented, and then it's the new normal. We'll all accept it. The uh, in Europe, they're saying that they're uh, building lots of like digesters for energy systems, and it's one of the poorest designed systems for any recoup of energy. It it is have it does have an environmental positive aspect to it. So it's like oh, it's environmentally sound, but it's it's such a it's such a huge expense. It's hard to run. Uh, if it dumps itself, it stinks and creates a huge hazard. And uh, but they've built a lot of these in Europe, and it's like because there is free energies, uh, it's like they're hiding the avenue of, of um, a different way of doing things. Well, and here's the problem here, and it's like most radio uh, uh, across the U.S. Uh, people are reacting to to the effects of what they see. They don't know the causes, what's really behind all of this. And you have to go much deeper to make sense of it. And we know that, for instance, they're putting up the big windmills in islands off of Scotland right now, in fact, to power parts of Britain. But when you see what they're, they're able to power and what they're projecting in the future, um, it's for a much reduced population. And then you go into the UN's policy of population control, and they want uh, a vast reduction in the population of this world uh, over the span of the next 40 years or so. Not even that, I don't believe. I think it's even short. Well, actually, they're killing them off now. People in are in fact, I, I would say it was like the next, uh, not even four years, it's it's less than that. Um, but if you pull up the Jordan, they are preparing for a future which they have planned and discussed and had many meetings about. And the public, like children, of course, must never be told the bad news. That's as simple as it is. They're the, actually preparing for a much smaller population. In the Georgia Guidestones, if you pull up their website, uh, basically guide as, as you would be guided through a desert or something, uh, the Georgia Guidestones, they have ten laws listed in seven different languages, and they replicated the stone hedge by having these uh, yeah. ten massive uh, big granite rocks with this, these laws dictated on there. And one is, uh, you know, fair and just laws in a new language, and uh, that's something that I ask everybody. I said, do you know the new language? And if they don't know it, I said, do you know one of the laws also is a 500 million population for smart growth or st- uh, sustainability, which is not true either. And, uh, you know, as, as, as you put up the population of the world today and figure out the square, like a square yard, you could put almost the entire population right into Texas. And so it's not as overpopulated as they try to per- perpetrate it. And they don't, they, there's easier solutions of free energy. There's easier solutions of creating clean water and those kind of things. But they're not letting them th- them happen. And at the same time, on a 500 million population from what the population is today, that means 11 out of 12 of us have got to die. That's right. And it's not just it doesn't just stop there. That's a transitory phase because now that they're into the, the genetic sciences, that they've already published many, many books in the higher scientific circles and admitted they can create new types of humans, purpose-made humans for special jobs. That's where they ultimately they want to go even then. And the problem we really have is all this time we've been brainwashed into thinking we're free. That's our problem. <laughs> the fact is we never were. And it isn't until you go into the older history books of uh, European countries, especially Britain, and and see how they wrote about the ordinary public around the 1700s, and it really strikes you. These people never, ever gave up control over the populace. They never did. They gave us a sham democracy, and it's better having that because they knew that the people would revolt every five years or so. So if they gave you a, a vote every few years, 
it would postpone any revolution. But Britain, for instance, has what they call the establishment. The establishment, everyone in Britain talks about it. And it's, it's the establishment that's always been in control. You don't vote them in. They're, they are there, you know. They, they are there all the time. And they control that entire structural system. And it's all done for, by Freemasonry from the top down. Geez, I talked about people, you know, things going on in our country as such, and and, and I, I refer to them as a globalist, and people look at me like, who the hell are you talking about? Excuse my language. Who are you talking about? And, uh, you know, and, and it just hits a key, you know, they've, they've labeled it at least with an establishment group, and, uh, and as they have the uh, huge computer system called the, uh, the Beast, it's located in every major controlling country in the world, and they're all labeled together, so... There is no war against the Chinese, against the Russians, against the U.S. No. It's all it's all orchestrated and calibrated and and uh, designed for destruction of man and and, and populations and control. And we, we are living a business plan. That's what it is. It's a long-range business plan. And yeah. even our lifetimes have been spent going through part of it because it was decided long before we were born. Right. Every single part of it, including the implementation stages of it. And when you go into, um, for instance, the, the communist system, uh, we have a break coming up right here. It'll be about a minute and a half or so. This is Truth Radio uh, with, uh, excuse me, Al Watts. Uh, we're talking about the um, uh, British law and U.S. law and the British involvement and control. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Uh, TruthRadio.com, the D.N. Burley Show. Again, we have Al Watts with us, and he's... Very informative. I'm uh, very impressed. Uh, I'll let you have the mic there, Al. Yeah, it's, um, people should look into cuttingthroughthematrix.com. That's my website where I go into so much of the history uh, that brings us to where we are now and where we're going uh, with the major players and, and even some of the books have written themselves, not, not about them, but by them. These are the only books you can really trust and um, uh, the books by Kissinger and different people, uh, that's where you get the information as to where we're all going and why we're going there. And you find out that really democracy does, doesn't exist, never did. It was a sham for the public. And the same system, the establishment that ran Britain and runs Britain today, and most of the world actually also runs the United States. And it's done through uh, the Council on Foreign Relations, which is just the American branch of the Royal Institute of International Affairs, uh, run by Britain. The um, I, I I agree with you in a lot of ways, but I, the only way I really don't agree with you is, is on a, a quick example, is the idea of spiritualism controls in a lot of ways that they can't control us. And uh, there's a writings to where uh, uh, George Washington was in a battle in the... Uh, opposition wrote a report of the British and the Indians not to shoot at the white leader on the big white horse because they wouldn't be able to hit him because the spirit was with him. And at the end of that battle, uh, he had 60 bullet holes through his vest and clothing, and yet he was untouched. Yeah, I know, you know, but the same stories in Britain about generals there that went off to Africa. These are foundation myths, to call them, which they give to the people for a cultural belief for foundation. It's a standard technique that's been used for thousands of years. I, I can agree with that. And I know it's hard for people uh, that, because, it, because the myths are so, um, uh, we want to hang on to them. Sure. Especially when you're losing everything else. Uh, but but I, I, I still, 
reality too, Washington was trained by the British uh, military, remember. He was a colonial officer before the Revolution and a Freemason of the English Lodge. Yes, but I still feel there was some justice in, in some of their logic of how they set things up. I mean, it, it, it replicated the Bible's Ten Commandments. You have, uh, and myself, I, I have personal achievement in spiritualism. Uh, it, I was hit with a ten-ton bulldozer that fell ten feet and it hit me from my neck to my ankles with a roll cage. I literally fit between my head and my toes, and it's only about eight inches wider than my torso, and I took the shot and I survived. It didn't pop like a grape, and I was able to speak from out of my body, and there's... Uh, as uh, over 300,000 children were able to bend and levitate metal uh, with one hour of instruction, it proves spiritualism. Uh, there's there's definition in prayer and healing, and uh, so in the interim of that, I, I you know I'm not trying to uh, I, your your point is well taken, and you, you you've got to look at that. And I'll be honest with you, at heart, I will still believe that George Washington was was fighting for the right. And crossing the Delaware at 20 below zero or 10 below zero or whatever and, and taking on the troops, there had to be a lot of good spirit in that, is my feeling, to, uh, to, to turn things around to some extent. And, and so many of the, uh, the history of the uh, revolution, the gentlemen that gave of themselves uh, lost everything, a lot of them. They, they lost family. They lost their riches. They, they lost their health. And... Uh, to me, that's a that's an avenue of the Lord giving you an avenue of how much will you give to um, produce truth and righteousness, and will you give of yourself? And uh, I, I do feel there was a, a righteous cause there. Uh, so anyhow, you know, well, the thing is, though, I mean, regardless of the beginnings of it, um, where's it gone since then? Oh, I agree. There's ter- terrific manipulation, and there's 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 uh it's it's like a huge chess game going on of control and discontrol and and also within itself now you it's like you commented about the american uh, uh cfr is the american branch of the of the control factor and i'm sure the american branch has a few disgruntled problems with the british branch which has some problems no, they, with it. they have no they have no problems whatsoever in the 1920s um they sent over rudyard kipling to read um, his poem where he says, you know, that was the white man's burden. He read it on the Senate floor to the U.S. Senate. And that was an official Masonic ceremony. And he said, we hand, we pass the torch on to you because it was decided that the U.S., with the wealth that it could generate and the manpower, would have to be the military for the next century. They knew that then. This is, this is all written about at the time. Again, I, I agree with that, and I, I hope that we have uh, avenues of, of, um, and I, I, I kind of feel that you must think that, or you wouldn't be speaking with us tonight. You must. I, I think it's up to the people, but the people don't know what they want. You see, yeah. what they want is what they already have, and it doesn't occur to them that the culture and everything in it that they already have was designed for them, not by them, but by others above them. And that's the problem today. Well, it's a problem to one extent, but also it was a growth factor to another extent. So now you've got to put a point of measure in ethics. And uh, that's the, uh, is, I want to refer to Jesus when he was here and, and his accomplishments of creating uh, the teachings of God and the, the teachings of good health and, uh, and merit of, of morality. Uh, those are things we should strive for and try to teach 
can try to build to. And uh, as you refer to such as the uh, Aborigines, there's a group, there's a book called The uh, Mutant Down Under, and the woman took a walk with this group of Aborigines, and not all of them, but of this group. They stopped having children 25 years ago because they know it's the end times. And there's lots of history referring to this planet X that's coming by. It's a 3,600-year cycle. There's biblical information. There's a cave in Africa. I don't go in for that stuff, to be honest, because these guys have been at this for thousands of years with their comets and and their sightings and and bad news, and it's always been to control the minds of the public who go along with it all. Yeah, but you've got also... each Each time they want a war in the Middle East, you notice they kept pulling out the planet X stuff. Yeah, but you also have the public from reality, you know. You have uh, the Pyramid Giza has, was built with the stars in mind, and, and, and also there was like 800 pyramids that actually uh, replicated the stars in a pattern on the Earth. And most people don't know about that. And also, like the Pyramid Giza has the king's chambers in which there's a portal in which the star Sirius, which is a twin star, is in that portal at this time. And uh, it also indicates that at the, t- the end times, as the staircase of the Pyramid Giza is uh, one foot is a year in replication from the time it's it built no, to the end I'm time. I'm sorry, I have to disagree with that. I've looked into all that stuff, the foundations of the British Israel movement. That's when they came up with all this uh, measurement stuff to do with the pyramids. And um, uh, do, when you go into the, the guys who actually were there, um, even the archaeologists were complaining about some of the fanatics that were going around scratching some of the the walls and so on to make marks to make it fit their theories. So you think that Jesus' face on the uh, timeline of the pyramid staircase is a a hoax then? I do, yeah. Hmm. People fall for the fantastic because they want to. I I agree with that to some extent, but there's also things that happen as as if you have a relation of, of a family member dying or so, there's almost every person going will will sense the spirit of that person will... Uh... But that's nothing to do with the pyramids or Planet X. You see, you, you're tying it all together, and it's unrelated. To some extent it is unrelated, but to some extent it is all tied together. You see, as you, as you compare... fatalism, fatalism is the key for religion to make people go along with every move that's made. If you, see, if you tell people it's written that way, they'll think, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, there's, like, there's, there's discontent within the Bible itself is an eye for an eye or uh, uh, forgive and look the other way. And you've got to build your own discernment, your own, it's your own growth factor to uh, uh, measure uh, a point of what you're spiritually There's gonna... nothing to measure. I mean, if you go to the, old, the New Testament, uh, you're following someone who stood up against the bankers who stood up against the system of the priests that run their country and kept them under a massive legal system and who was killed for doing it. The Christians are the most uh, easygoing people to date. They go along with everything. Hmm. You've taken an interesting point, and I, um, I, I have to agree with a lot of it. Um, and I... Being that I've experienced being out of my body and speaking from out of my body, I know there's a difference, and uh, that it is a, a definition of growth factor. Uh, as the Aborigines were able to speak with the upper spirits and able to speak with the animals and to self-heal, uh, there's definition of of power and and, and um, morality. You're able to look at the sun 
in the morning and the evening without it having to hurt your eyes where a person that's not moral have morality can't. It's a point of measure. And uh there there are some definitions that are out there. We have some writings, we have um uh people that have come to greatness because of of um self giving and you know, and just in the writings and stuff, if um their their control factor, as you say, is very strong and is very clever and is a huge chess. They understand us. They understand how we think. They understand how the mind wants uh, uh, to believe that everything's going to work out fine in the end. And so they're always giving us new endings continuously. Hmm. And we fall for it every time. And because of that, we sit back and do nothing and allow the most evil things to be done to everyone else. As long as I'm okay. Well, they have uh, just in the characteristic of talking um, to where they're controlling us, and, and I'm seeing lots of things like today in the paper. Uh, our local uh, chairman of the board and, and uh, head of the uh, economic development zone, he's wanting more, more basically police state and control by by permitting of buildings and that kind of thing, and people aren't adhering to it. But it's a situation to where they're they're orchestrating uh, the monies to be gone, where you don't have money anymore. They're overtaxing and those kind of things. And so all of a sudden, people are doing what they have. They may not have the proper materials, but at least they have something to put on their roof to to stop the problem. And it may be a temporary fix. It may be a poor fix. But at least it's a fix. But because they're saying you didn't meet the criteria, now it's becoming a point of uh, well, you're going to lose your house because you don't look so good anymore. And we're going to if you don't force this and pay the bill of the the permitting and, and follow the specs that we demand. Uh, and, and again, this guy is uneducated. Uh, he thinks he's educated. He's, um, uh, again, uh, as the lawyers, as the, uh, you want to say the Masons or the Illuminati, uh, there's lots of people in control and a lot of them stand back so you don't know who they are. But they do have figureheads that are standing there, the judges or whoever else. And uh, as, like you say, they try not to have the revolutions, and as they push comes to shove, uh, like right now we have in history, once you reached a 50% taxation rate, usually there was a revolution or, or a change in government or whatever. Right now we're at like 87 or 89%, and they're continuing to be able to do with what they're doing through orchestration of our food to, for mind control. They're uh, controlling and giving to a certain extent. They're lying like crazy to say, oh, you've got this one. Really, you don't have this, and you think you're the only one that's really losing when there's millions of people really losing. And, um, you know, it, it, yeah, it's a terrific it's a terrific chess game, but as we're out on these airwaves, hopefully we're waking people up and, and getting people under motion and, and getting under, under thoughts and not accepting that judge's verdict or if he gives a bad verdict, to challenge it and, and uh, maybe question it and, and to stand behind that person that's being orchestrated against and to not always believe the story to say, oh, he wasn't, he didn't pay his taxes so we're shutting down on him. They want to hear the rest of the story and they don't just believe the government's version. And uh, so you have those kind of uh, challenges, I want to say. And as, as you have those challenges of playing the chess game, we are becoming stronger in ourselves in, in as far as mental abilities to think and to act and to uh, hopefully check that system I'd have to say it's bigger than that because the enforcers that, that they use against the people are bred by the people it's your own sons and daughters that will come out and bash you over the head with a big truncheon or the stun gun and, and so and they themselves are so scientifically 
brainwashed now from kindergarten onwards, right up to the, to the present age, that they'll do whatever they're told against the, the older people. Now, this is a science we're talking about, and the public don't understand the science. Again, I have to agree with you on that. A lot. There's a, a lot of truth in that statement. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, the, the elite don't send their own sons and daughters to come down and, and, and make you do things. It's your, your local police. It's the local different organizations, the paramilitary um, army that they have now under many names. Even the Ministry of Natural Resources have firearms and machine guns. Uh, it's, it's pathetic. We're living in an armed camp, but it's our own sons and daughters from the bottom classes that are holding the guns at us. Right. It's the people that touch us every day that are are, are holding us at bay. Yeah. And and are going to be killing us. That's true. That's true. right. That's and they've been true. taught that, that, that anyone who's older is useless. They have no value. That's a cultural fact that's now accepted by most people. Well, I disagree with that totally. Uh, just in the idea of uh, the, the one quick example I can think of is as the, they killed the elephant population off to reduce its volume for control. They, they took the older elephants, and the young elephants immediately became rogue. And uh, to, to correct the problem, they had to capture older elephants from other areas and bring them into the area and the older elephants again were able to take control of the culture of the elephants and settle down the rogue young elephants and, and bring stance yeah, back you into see, the We're system. not elephants though, this is the problem. Well, I understand we're not that. Elephants. And we're, the fact is, but scientifically, in, the 19, in the 1960s um, the, the saying came out that the communist factions don't trust anybody over 30 and that's been pushed in the schools continuously ever since. You won't see older actors in movies. It's all young people. We have a break coming again here. We'll be another couple minutes. Uh, this is TruthRadio.com. John, your host, and Al Watts is our speaker. Uh, very interesting topic here. Uh, Deanne Burley Show on TruthRadio.com. We'll be right back. And welcome back. And this is the Deanne Burley Show on TruthRadio.com. Uh, this is John, your host. Uh, our speaker today is Al Watts, and it's uh, I've been very appreciative of this conversation. Um, the uh, we're, again, we're talking about uh, the control of the globalist and where it's at, and that it's much more in, is a is a system that's been for a long time and going to continue. And uh, personally, myself, I think there's a terrific spiritual fight, and it's a point of spiritual growth. And um, the uh, I guess the only point that I we might disagree on is the fact that I, I still believe my elephant story and as you relate to the idea of them not using old people in, in movies and old people in government the old people have a controlling factor and, and, a, and an anchor for our society and as the spiritual people and the sharmas of the old times and the aborigines talk to the spirits of the older people that are calmer at 28 years old you have a physical addition to your brain which allows you to become spiritual but you have to practice it and uh, hopefully those things are, are what are going to make the difference of our future. And uh, But it's a terrific chess game. It's a chess game of life. It's a chess game of building love and peace and, and, and prosperity of the earth. Um, I, I don't have much else to say to you, Al. I, I, yeah. you're, you're very much on the mark. I, I, um, but I, well, I, that's the my biggest thing. You're up against such an amazing, studied, uh, intense science, where even the whole New Age philosophy 
was given out to the public by the same crowd a hundred odd years ago in preparation for today to create this movement. And even now, I mean, there was Gorbachev. He was given the Presidio for his, for his particular green-type uh, party thing. He actually has the, the Knights of Lazarus flag outside there, High Mason. He, he was knighted over in London. And that's the green flag that you see, the green cross. Well, he was given that when he was still the, the Soviet leader of the Soviet system in, in Russia. That shows you there was no Cold War either. It was all a farce. Right. And right. his job, he wrote a book called Towards a New Civilization. Towards a New Beginning was the subtitle. And he said, we, he says, I am an atheist, he said. And later on in the book he says, we are creating the religion of the future for the people which will be based on a form of earth worship. Now that's your greenings of the planet, that's your habitat areas, that's your reduced population to save Mother Earth. It's all been done by the same crew. Yeah, but it's just like you, if you point out that there's like six free energies, such as there's uh, patented magnetic engines that are just run on a car battery, you have the hydrogen fuel cell of 1,600 miles per gallon on a car battery, you yeah, have but all of this for the last hundred years. Right. They'll never ever allow it to be given to the public because you don't get it. You see, we're not free. We're not supposed to be free under their system. I, I understand that. They would never allow it. Uh, never allow it. In fact, they're taking your, your right to even grow food from you as a, an individual. That's coming too. Well, the uh, outlawed water. Uh, have you taken your own uh, rainwater off your roof in yeah. uh, Bolivia? And uh, the people came up to arms and, and came to, you know, to stop it. And it's not that they're not still trying to control the cost of water and, and every drip of water you get, they're going to pay, make you pay for it. And that's, I went to a meeting here last Monday, in fact, on that same topic. And the woman was a, was a terrific globalist, and she sounded great. And I blew her right out of the water. And, and everybody that was in that meeting, probably three 350 people, really shunned me because it was like I was creating, an, uh, and I, point, I, I quoted laws of uh, chemtrails, I quoted where uh, uh, Indonesia hired Russia to create a monsoon to stop the drought, and pointed out in like where China created water from uh, de, uh, dehumidifier or humidifiers, uh, dehumidifiers in, uh, in, in, yeah, in uh, Indonesia where the tsunami was. And so there's easier ways of making clean water and supplying water, and it's not really a terrific problem. You try to fight it with logic. You see, this is not a logical battle. This is just a battle for them to have total domination over all resources that you need to live. That's what it is. Right, but if we can do it ourselves and don't need their abilities and, and, and start, and, and again, I, I fully believe in this Planet X coming by. There's some things I can tell you and show you. And I don't need it. It's all nonsense. It's a Masonic joke, actually, Planet X. Well, X is the symbol of the illumined man. It's also the Dis. It's the number 10 in Roman, Roman numerology. Right. It's the male-female combined. It's a big Masonic joke. Well, there's... Um... And it worked wonders because when they were going into Iraq, I had people phoning me, and all they were talking about was Planet X, nothing about Iraq. It was a beautiful diversion. The um, uh, as you say, they're making DNA conversions and whatnot, and people for control. The reason we're in Iraq is like for the uh, uh, they they got. Um, I'm trying to think of the god they got um, the fish god. I can't think of his name at the, the moment. The one is yeah. no. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's the same one. It came actually from India initially, 
and then then the, the, they had it in Egypt as well. And his the tomb, one, the fish god, yeah. And his tomb, it was, uh, he was one-third human and two-thirds angel, so they were heading for his DNA is what they're headed for, for building these articulate, you know, DNA projects. And uh, and it's like today in the United States, we just voted on supposedly using the stem cell, and they've been using it for years and creating all sorts of things. Um, I, I And we just had a report come in that they're creating a Bigfoot that is going to be quite vile, and uh, so if you go out in the uh, woods or whatever, he'll be out there and he'll probably take you. Um, and that Bigfoot really does exist. Uh, it's like giants. You know, they've got two giants on display down in Chile that are like 16, 18 foot tall and have robes of gold down to their feet. And, uh, you know, they're mummified. Um, they're, they're, they're real. There's not maybe, uh, and there's like. But why, why are you looking at this right now? I mean, they've been, they've been putting, uh, wild cougar back into the wild for the last few years and wolves and, and things that we used to fight in the past. We don't have to look towards further terrors coming out of CIA um, propaganda sources uh, to terrify us even further. We've watched the rewilding of the Americas for years now. We've got people in British Columbia getting carried off by mountain lions. Yeah, but we're having some people that are on, on uh, shortwave systems are starting to rebel, and they're starting to take action, you know, and it's uh, maybe it's not up front or whatever, but there is people taking action, and supposedly it's real devastating. They put this wall in our mind, and, oh, if you shoot a wolf, it's really bad, and it's worse than killing somebody. Well, you know, where do you draw the lines on that? Well, You've got to start they, taking your own have, actions. They now have the wild cougar um, going into the towns in some parts of B.C. They've already killed uh, mainly women in the last few years. Um, and uh, a, a bicyclist was dragged off his bike and was getting carried off before someone stopped and managed to get him loose. In Washington, D.C.? No, this is uh, British Columbia. Oh, British Columbia, yes. Well, in so California also. Happening. And, of course, more and more bear attacks because that's the other part of it. But the thing is, is to get us all into these little compact areas where we're all nice and safe, you see, and well-controlled and we can't move without permission. And uh, this is all coming from the United Nations, all of it. What? All your building codes, all your building codes worldwide today, and have been for the last 15 years, from carpentry to electricity to plumbing to septic tanks to everything, including the runoff of your roof, comes from the United Nations. They're already global. What's your explanation of the uh, um, road system they're putting from Mexico to Canada and putting it up? That's old stuff. I was talking about that years ago. Well, I know they were, and they've been. They, it's, I know it's a 30-year plan that they're into right now. Well, the Highway 69 that comes up through Ontario just happens to be blend, will be joined with one in the states. It's just over the border there. The last few miles will complete it, and that's also called 69. What a coincidence! Right. And it's been there for a hundred years. <laughs> uh, but the new the new project now is being built away from the the public uh, population zones and along the coast. Uh, and again, as the temperatures, we're seeing the melting of the caps of the of the earth and whatnot, and it's, it's exceeded miles and miles. I mean, it's not just a, a little change; it's a huge change. And uh, so there is there is definition to uh, a, a yeah, global changing, and not really so much from the pollution, but from natural it's effects. From, it's from the spring. It's from the spring. I mean, Hellier, who did the the hydrogen bomb, talked about doing this back in the 1950s. He said, if we spray the skies enough with aluminum oxide. Uh, barium and other metallic particles, we can trap the heat and alter the weather. And this was well, widely published at the time in all scientific papers and books. Right, right. Doing, they've been doing it for the last few years. They're causing the warming. 
they're using the heart technology, which they've got 54 across the planet, and they're, they're causing the storms. The, the U.S. The Air Force said in the newspaper about what, three years ago, we shall shortly own the weather. Right, right. They, and they, where they, they do own it. They do own it. And now the whole thing is to terrify the public, make the public think they're polluting is causing the problem, so that we'll all change our ways and do what we're told. Right. And move into the habit. This is standard procedure. Again, as we... prepared management, actually. If we uh, point out the chemtrails, and you can actually see the clouds and see them actually applying the chemtrail situations, people are becoming aware of it, so they're becoming a little bit more open-minded that, you know, they're being controlled and, and not to be controlled as well. And I, I guess and that's what my media. task has been. Yeah, the same media. I mean, two nights ago on the CBC Canada here, they had this fake debate, and they actually gave it a title which was meant to swing you immediately just from the title of the show. This is your national television station for Canada, government-run, and it was called um, the, the, the Global Warming Deniers. You see, that right. had already swung. So right. what they did was, but so you had a, a debate between two sides, the pros and the, and the guys against the global warming theory, but none of them, including the media, mentioned the fact of the spring. Well, they yeah, they 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 load the they load the. Uh uh, television broadcast without people like yourself or myself that would actually bring out, you know, uh, we have like US, uh, U.S. Title 50, Section 1520 legalizes chemtrails. Well, then how come we don't know about it or why we're now not informed about it? And uh, that was something I brought out in that meeting the other day. And uh, as I was able to throw those numbers out, some people can pull them up and we'll verify that, you know, there's a lot. And then why aren't we informed about it? Well, it's that? also signed into treaty. The U.S. signed a treaty, so did Canada. Uh, sort of in every country except China and Switzerland, and that was that was the that was a treaty signed about five six years ago to do with this um, this airspace thing uh, to do with airspace over your countries. Um, they didn't explain exactly what it meant, but that's what it was. Foreign pilots can now fly your military aircraft across your skies, right? And that's what it was. Uh, the Open Sky Treaty, it was called. Well, the two countries, China and Switzerland, did not sign it. They actually shot down a uh, ballistic missile over uh, St. Louis here about two years ago, I believe. And uh, it was shot off, um, I believe, by the North Koreans. Um, but that, I'm not positive of that. It may have been someone else. But anyhow, it's, um, if you go to Peace for Space or spaceforpeace.org, I believe, they have the information on it. And uh, But we actually had a multi-ballistic head above St. Louis that could have really impacted us, and then they, they did take it out, but it's like, why did they let it get so close? I don't even know if it happened, though. It would depend who benefits from the propaganda, because I know they put so many front people in there pretending that they're speaking for you right. to get this uh, global space treaty signed, and then it's put into the hands of the United Nations, strangely enough. Um, the, yeah. I, I guess my question, I, I, I'm a firm believer that there is UFOs already. I mean, that they're, they're actually here on this planet. Oh, they're uh, here because they make them down in Area 51. The BBC did a documentary back in 1970 on them, and they showed you them coming out of the underground hangars there. Yeah. Uh, See, technology is so far ahead of what the public's ever, ever told. Right. From professorship down think to the lowest level. If, if they were able to pull the DNA to recreate them or whatever, don't you believe that in space they actually exist? And they wouldn't allow us up there if we were too uh, ballistic anyhow. But anyhow, this is the Dan Burley Show. We're, we're all done for the night. I appreciate you being here, Al. Uh, Al is... Uh,
cutting through the matrix the matrix.com cutting through the matrix.com uh very interesting i appreciate it thank you al it's a pleasure